step two. You at the table today, bro? That's crazy. What it do, man? Yeah, I got my lunches switch. You know how it is. Yeah, I'm saying. Where everybody else at, bro? I tell you, Kev is never here. Kev is never here. I think he be skipping lunch. He bro, be going out. How you skip the best, the the best, uh, the best part of the day? Like besides lunch yeah, and gym, bro. Like he think he too cool for us these days. And then DJ Newell, he just we ain't even got to talk about him. I don't even know what he. I think he got his lunch switch. But no. Prodigy had detention today, so that's why he ain't here. Yeah, exactly. Bro, did, bro, did you hear though? What's going bro. on? Bro, the king's back, bro. King's back. That boy called. He called. The details, he called. The king has returned. Who are we referring to again? <laughs> Quattro, we should referring to you. The king. You back. Oh, you back uh, yeah, man. I haven't been at a at a at a sports table in a minute, dog. I'm saying we've been missing what you. What it do? What it do? Y'all are holding but, it down, though. I'm proud of you. Of course, of course. But man, you remember the that's how them days used to be. We used to be slotted, like you know, with your friend you ain't seen your friend in a while. Y'all had different lunch periods and he sneaking to your period when you had like a free day or something yes. like that. Right. Those the best combos ever at the lunch table is when somebody at a different lunch sneaking to your lunch. Best time ever. But uh, enough of that. Y'all already know why y'all here. This is Cafeteria Talk XD. Doo-doo. Me and Project got to come up with a better um, music note for that. But y'all already know why y'all here. Um, not much too much. Just, just get straight into it. Um, man, it has been a minute, man. How you been, Quattro? It's been a minute since we had you at the... Sp- Oh, oh man, it is it has been it has been going, dog. We are about to get full swing in the fall semester. Uh work is going well. Um money good, God's still good. So, you know, I cannot complain, man. I cannot complain. And that is good to hear. We can't complain. So, and before we do anything, let's take care of everything at the business up top, your boys. Of course, you can follow us on Instagram at Cafeteria Talk Official. And Twitter at it's still Cafeteria Talk on Twitter, correct? Yes, sir. It's Cafeteria Talk official on Instagram, Cafeteria Talk on Twitter. On Twitter. That and of course you listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Leave us those five star ratings in the view and reviews. I said the views. We want them views, but reviews so we can get on that new and noteworthy list and be out there. And well, Quattro, it's been a minute since you've been here, so I'll just usher us in. We're finna get into the good taco, bad taco segment. Pretty sure you've been hearing and listening in, and you know what we're about to do. We're about to mention anything recent event that we think is a good taco or a bad taco. And it's today. No, today is not Tuesday, the day we record this, but it's okay. It's still taco day. And I'm going to go first. My good taco, bad taco? Ooh. I actually got to think. Man. My good taco, bad taco. Ooh. For, mm, dang. It's a lot of crazy stuff that's been happening lately. I actually had to think. Good taco, bad taco. Wow. Oh, I think I think we mentioned this on a recent episode, but I'm not sure. But my good taco, bad taco is going to be 
No, we didn't mention this, but the new cast for the um this literally just popped in my head. I hope I didn't steal this from you, Quattro, but the new cast for Avatar The Last Airbender, the live action series. You have, you did not have it, y'all good. Okay, good, good, good. Um, because I couldn't think at the moment. That literally just popped in my head. But yes, the new cast list. Um, they dropped out the new cast list for the Avatar the Last Airbender um live action series. And honestly, I gotta because I don't know if this is a good taco or a bad taco, because like you said, like me and you talked about this, I think off the air. It's kind of this idea. We've seen this story play out before. Mm-hmm. So is this a really good idea to you know, bring it back? Because we had, like, to this day, probably one of the worst movies I have ever seen in my life. I don't even like to think about it, but that live-action Avatar, no, The I, Last Airbender. I will never forgive M. Night Shyamalan for that. That trash. We, that's why I don't... I love watching his movies. I don't like watching his movies sometimes because he, I, heard, I know he made that shit. And so dropping out this new... I, I, I would say... I'm going to say it's a good taco for now. Probably might change if the movie comes out and it's trash, but I'll say it's a good taco for now because we may be able to get some redemption from the horribleness that was that movie. And honestly, the cast, age, lines up perfectly. Um, Some of them kind of look look like they can portray the the animated characters very well. So I can't wait for it um, to see how it plays out. Hopefully it's very good. And um, because, you know... it's never going to be able to overdo what the animation, the cartoon was. Never, nothing will ever top that. But Hell no. Hopefully, Hell we can no. just be better. Hopefully, we can just get something better than the live action movie we actually got. So that'll be my good taco, bad taco. The cast list for the new Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah, I'm gonna rock with you on good taco, um, but like could expire tomorrow, taco. Um, you know, it definitely. I like the cast. It looks good. Gordon Cormier as Aang, uh, Kawanito, Kawan Tio as Katara, Ian Osley as Sokka, and Dallas Liu as Zuko. They look great. Their their um, ages, like you said, match up. Gordon Cormier is coming in at twelve years old. Uh, Kiwintio is coming in at fourteen. Uh, Ian Osley is coming in at sixteen, and so is Dallas Liu at sixteen. Um, which is great ages. Um, this, so this one is the, so uh, mind you guys, this there's two kind of universes going on here. We have this one, this, this is the Netflix original that I just listed. Mm-hmm. That's the Netflix original. This is the one that uh, yeah. Michael Dante DiMartino and Brian Con- Conietzko, um, they're not attached to the Netflix one. They're attached to the one in their Avatar Productions uh, company that they just uh, inked uh, a few months ago. So Netflix has a chance to do something different with the story because, like, like you mentioned, I don't want to really. We don't really need to regurgitate this story for the third time. Like, it's already when it was already fine when it first came out. Like, I don't know why we keep making this. You can really build off the universe, but make another horror movie. Like, do something else. Um, so hopefully, Netflix, you know, does something cool with it. Um, we just have to see. But I'm more sold in my breath for what the actual creators do under their new production company that's centered around Avatar. So, um, yeah, like I said, good taco. My good taco, bad taco. Um, I'm going to go uh, the events going on in Afghanistan right now, uh, which, of course, would obviously be a bad taco. Um, it's literally a, a humanitarian crisis over there. Uh, we pulled out the USA pulled out all their troops um, out of that area, and immediately as soon as the planes hit the sky, uh, the 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 area was destabilized once again, and the Taliban took over. 
and women, children, civilians all over are just terrified for what the coming weeks are going to be looking like. Um, it doesn't look like it's going to be slowing down anytime soon. Millions of people have been displaced and need to go somewhere. Um, and, you know, really, we're to blame. We were, we were there for no reason. We went there. Then we left for no reason. And then now uh, it's all shit again. So, you know, prayers mm-hmm. to everybody in Afghanistan and all the people out there that um, need homes and need just need help. So definitely bad taco uh, that happened this week. Definitely, definitely. I was going to mention that, but I was like, ooh, I don't... Because I could say a lot on the Afghanistan thing because it's, right. it's, it's been hitting home for me because it's just rough to see that because Afghanistan, the issues in Afghanistan have been like a thing for almost four, like at least 42 years. And um, I've been catching up on some reading about what's been going on and it's just, it's crazy. And man, the U.S., they love to make themselves look like shitty people. That's all I got to say. But um, yes, definitely, definitely praying for all the families and the people there um, in Afghanistan. Prayers to you. Just prayers to everybody in general. Like this world is getting crazy. This Delta variant coming around, definitely the biggest bad taco ever. Like, yeah, shoot. But oh, also one more good taco, bad taco I like to throw out there. Um, our boy, you know, our boy Denzel Washington, he's going to be having his directorial debut with um this movie coming out on Christmas with Michael B. Jordan called, let me find the name of the movie, um, uh, 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 um, uh, A Journal for Jordan. Um, now he'll be making his directorial debut with that, so that's going to be good to see. Just something to keep our hopes up. So that's a good taco to segue into our next segment. So and you already know why y'all here. If you read about the title of the episode... This is Cafeteria Talk XD Sports Edition. But yes, we're just going to get straight into it. We're going to drop some sports knowledge on your boys of stuff that's happened over recent weeks and a couple months that we definitely should be talking about. And let's just start off with the SBs. And I will say this about the SBs. The SBs are always a fun time because, you know, bringing, you know, like stars and entertainers and like entertainers out as far as singers, actors, and all that too, with sports entertainers, like, well, basketball players, football players, but it was definitely cool to see. Main thing I took away from the ESPYs, Anthony Mackie was in his bag destroying Ben Simmons. That was the highlight for me. Um, but shout out to LaMelo for winning, I think, Rookie of the Year at the ESPYs. was definitely a fun time. And, um, and then, yeah, Ben Simmons, you got a lot to prove because right now, you that man that can't shoot, so... That was definitely fun to watch. Anything you want to take away from the SBs? I didn't, I didn't catch out too much of the SBs. Uh, yeah, I didn't watch the show. I did see some of the clips of Anthony Mackie uh, hosting. Um, you know, it's always weird. The, the hosts of the of the shows never really are people that like normally host shit, and then their like their job is to solely like just shit on like the the sports moments of, in, in the year. But like, there's a there's a there's a there's a there's a loss a little bit of class from, like, somebody who, like, literally lives to host and does it all the time. I'm thinking people like Tina Fey, um, what's, what's the, Amy Poehler, um, Ricky Gervais, um, Jimmy Kimmel, like, those, like, people who, like, host things all the time. Key, key, um, Keegan-Michael Key, he does a really good job doing it. Um, but, yeah. you know, they, they usually pull, like, other athletes that are pretty well-spoken to, to do it. Like, um, they've had... Uh, and actors too. They've had Steve Harvey. He did. A, I remember he did it twice, two years in a row. He was a really Steve good one. Harvey's a. Uh, I think Will Ferrell did it one year. Um, Anthony Mackie did it this year. John Cena did it one year. His was funny. 
Uh, Peyton Manning did it one year. Um, it's just a lot of people do it. And I, I, Anthony Backey for me just was like, eh. Like, some things he could have just left alone. Like, Shikari Richardson, he should have just fully left alone. Like, he did not need to mention Shikari Richardson at all. Um, but everything else, like, he did what he was supposed to do, be a dick and be funny. Um, the show, like, I, everybody, you know, got awards. Was They were deserved. Um, all in all, ESPYs are always a fun show. If you, like... I don't know why people still are doing award shows, but hey, you know, it's, it's always it's always cool to see your favorite superstars who are normally sweating and in their uniforms and nice suits and tuxes and dresses and stuff like that. So it's always cool. Um, but yeah, I didn't really watch the show. I don't really have much to say on it. Yeah, same thing for me. I just just loved how Anthony Mackie killed Ben Simmons. That's That's been a highlight of the summer is them everybody killing Ben Simmons. Yeah. Mainly ben, Shannon ben, Sharp. He did it to himself. He was better. He wouldn't have these problems. Yeah, I, hey, bro, all respects to Ben Simmons. Hope he gets better, but, bro, you're getting killed right now. But let's go straight and switch around gears. We're going to switch around to college sports. Nothing too big in the college realm, except, you know, the draft that happened. We'll get into the draft in a little bit. But the one of the biggest things that did come out of college um, in the last couple of weeks is the Texas Longhorns and Oklahoma Sooners, the dominators of the Big 12, who've been carrying the Big 12 on its back for the past, like, how many years are – decided they wanted to join the SEC, and they'll be joining the SEC in 2025. Now, one thing I will say about this is I love I love the um, I love the tenacity of Texas and, and Oklahoma to want to feel respected, but I will say this. A lot of, this is making segue for a lot of teams to leave their respective conferences, and, like, this is going to really change the gears because a lot of things that people talk about is, like, like when Miami left the when Miami left, I think the Big Ten mm-hmm. back in the early two thousands. When um Florida State left the SEC, like would these teams be who they are if they did not leave these conferences? So I this is going to be interesting to see because the Big Twelve is basically shared on. They people don't take the Big Twelve serious. So and the two main staple like schools in the Big Twelve in football are leaving and going to the SEC. I think it's pretty cool because the SEC is kind of like the top dog right now with Alabama. Now I was going to say Clemson. Clemson's definitely the ACC. Um, Alabama, Georgia, sadly, the Boo Boo Gators. Um, you know, what's another good team in the SEC? Auburn. Give Auburn their flowers. They're really good. So, you know, SEC powerhouse. So, you know, can't wait to see how that goes. Then also, this just happened a couple of days ago. Shout out to Bobby Bowden. You know, he finally was able to rest his eyes um, and he died. Um, I would like to really thank Bobby Bowden for creating the culture of of the winning culture at Florida State. Um I remember growing up a Florida State fan, um, hearing all about Bobby Bowden and how he was dominated and how he won us so many games. I think he's one of the, if not the most winningest coach. Um he has the he has maybe first or second in the most wins as a college football coach. And that's that's very awesome. He literally dominated his tender at Florida State and he that's why it's named after him and like there would never be another Bobby Bowden. And I, I'm grateful for the time that we did have with him. Pleasure to see him in person too at the spring game. Oh, dope! Very humble man. Yeah, I, um, yeah. I, I didn't know much about Bobby Bowden. You know, I'm a Alabama boy, so I don't really know too much of the of the history in terms of FSU. But I do, I do yeah. remember watching uh, Jack, Jacksonville Jaguars head coach Urban Meyer kind of singing his praises. You know, talking about how much he inspired him and how great of a guy he was. And he seemed like a good guy. And uh, you know, I, you know, prayers to his family. Uh, in this tough time as they lose this uh this this legend. Yes, most definitely. 
Speaking of legendary, we getting straight into. We usually save this for last with sports, but we're gonna pick it up early this time. Let's go into the NFL since the season is right around the corner. We got yeah, maybe three weeks nonetheless. And let's just start off with a couple little free agent signings. You know, this man has been quietly a sleeper in free agency, but he finally got picked up. The Pittsburgh Steelers signed our boy Melvin Ingram from the Chargers, and what an addition to that defense. Pittsburgh's defense was already a top five defense last year. They got even better there. Can't wait to see how that flushes out with him and TJ Watt coming off those respective ends. Then they got Minka Fitzpatrick back on Manning. I forgot about Minka Fitzpatrick. Oh, my God. Yeah, that defense is going to be insane. This could be the resurrection of the steel curtain. I hope it is because, you know, they still got um, Cameron Hayward there in the middle. Um, It's just all going to – because that division got even harder this year because the Bengals, they're an up-and-coming team. The Ravens still are the Ravens. Ravens going to be sweet. One of the best – they, the Ravens just they gonna find a way to make the playoffs. And then yeah. The, Brown, the Brown, listen, and the, the Browns, Browns is not the Browns no more. The Browns is the Browns. <laughs> the Browns got way better, especially on defense this year. So I can't wait to see who comes out of that division. Any team in that division can come out on top. That's how good all four of those teams are. What? Yeah. And and then we're gonna switch the divisions and go into the um AFC um East, not North, but the AFC East with you know Miami. You know, Xavier Howard requesting a trade from the Miami Dolphins because of his contract situation. All respects to him. Get your bag. One thing I will say, this is going to be, I think one thing that has come out of the NFL in the past couple of years is players, you know, stepping up and taking it into their own hands. One big example that kind of reminds me of Xavier Howard's thing is Jalen Ramsey's thing with the Jaguars. Um, even though his wasn't necessarily too much about money, but more about, you know, communication and, you know, the ownership. But Xavier Howard, you know, him not getting his deal, I thought that was pretty crazy. Um, definitely. Um, I don't know what team he can really fit in right now. Um, honestly, any team would be good to take him, but he is a high mm-hmm. market person. So you're gonna have to cough up a lot. There's already been there's already been crazy trades that happened through the draft. So mm-hmm. and there's gonna be another trade we're gonna get that. Well, I'm gonna just get straight into it. You know, the Texans did say they're trying to trade Deshaun Watson by the beginning of the season and that man is worth for what though like for what i mean it's not like like it'd be one thing if like the scandal ruined him to the point where they had to release him okay cool and he didn't even play for anybody but then like they've pretty much disproven a, like 75 percent of everything that that like that came out they've disproven and like mm-hmm. he's still good football like none of that impeded his ability to play the, the game he hasn't been injured uh recently like He's like, I feel like y'all are in, y'all should not be in the market of getting rid of Deshaun Watson at all. But he, but he, it's the idea that he doesn't want to be there. Like that's the biggest thing. That, yeah, Deshaun, see, and it, now it's he, he doesn't want to be there. He literally, he's been saying ever since they got rid of D Hop and then JJ Watts going. He's like, I don't want to be here. The head coach has tried. Shout out to the head coach for trying to kindle something with Deshaun, but Deshaun already had his mind made up. He's like, me. Y'all done. Like he's like, yeah. and he's this. I think he's now that he's the third. He's like the third or fourth highest paid quarterback, and that he was the second highest paid quarterback outside of Patrick Mahomes last year. Shit. So the fact that he signed that big deal, and now he doesn't want to be there. Like the Texans right. are going to try to definitely get a ink a lot out of a team to get Deshaun, which is understandable. But I know a lot. One of the biggest teams that I've I heard throwing around when it, when it came to Deshaun was the Eagles, and like. 
I get. I guess maybe like get a little veteran presence in there for. Um, don't tell me his name. I I know it for Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I but yeah, I'm like, yes, sir. Jalen seemingly like ninety percent of the way has the job, and it seems like he's gonna do well. So like, I don't yeah. think adding the pressure of having to fight for the job is gonna benefit Jalen Hurts at all. Um, Honestly, like, he he would lose that job instantly. I'm sorry. I mean, he would. Like, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. If Deshaun comes on my football field, like he's starting. Like, there is no question. But like, you know, you already have kind of a bona fide starter in Jalen already, who's already led the team all the, through camp and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Give him a year. If like if Deshaun is still on the table next year, but by all means, go the hell for him. Uh, I, I really just can't like sit here and think of any places where Deshaun really need is needed per se. Honestly, because teams have really tried to address the quarterback issue, like throughout Facts. the whole, from since you know Tampa going off and winning the ship, every team has been saying we need to address our quarterback situation now. And the Texans were the only team that were having a big quarterback issue. Well, them and the Packers, but the Packers are kind of yeah, they're still having issues. They're still having issues at the quarterback problem like, because we don't know who will be their quarterback next year. This I would mean, be a great situation position. for Deshaun next year. You know, with yeah. like with uh what's his face? Jeez. Uh give me his name. Damn it. Uh with A Rod, you know, seemingly out of Green Bay at some point. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, how much gas will Tom have at have at the body of the year? Um, you know, Roethlisberger, how many how say, long does he have? I, I really think he should they should shoot at the Steelers, like because I'm sorry. The will Steelers, the experiment continue look, in, in Baltimore? The Baltimore Ravens are set to sign Lamar to a big contract by the end of the year. They already could. Why? Why? Mm. He literally, he's a winning quarterback. No, he, he isn't. Have, no, he is he not. Is. No, he's not. I, no. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. All right, pull up how many wins and losses Lamar Jackson has bro, had in his not, first three bro, years. I, I get that. I get all that. And you but, can, I'm going to be honest, you still cannot blame his playoff. The play, look, the Ravens issues in the playoffs have been going on before they drafted Lamar. It just continued. This really is an issue of, well, in regards to the Ravens, I would say their biggest issue when it comes to the playoffs is the coaching staff and how they're calling their plays. Because like mm. I say, I don't, I don't like the play calling. I really do think Lamar should get another offensive coordinator because I get that they run the system through him, but Lamar's system and the way they the system they're running is easy to play against now. And you're still running these same plays, which should be which is like college type crap that the NFL has picked up on instantly. So that's why they always get burned in the playoffs. They gonna they, by the end of the season, they know all your plays. So I think they should really get Lamar a new offensive coordinator. Because and, and, um, and that's what I'm saying. Like if because for me, especially sports at this level. At the, at, at, when it all comes down to it, you can have all the stats in the world, all the MVPs in the world. It comes down, and Tom, that's why Tom Brady understands this. It's all about hard work. So for three years, we've gone to the playoffs three times, and we have literally nothing to show for it. Like, at what point is the Baltimore organization going to be like, all right, look, Lamar, we love what you're doing for the team, but we when we've got you in this, like, honestly, I was thinking about this the other day. I think top five teams in the NFL, the Ravens are like – in the top five of like most stacked teams, they, they are set to succeed. They have the defense, they have the offense, they have the special teams, they have the receiving core, they have the defense. Like they are an amazing football team, and they the Ravens have set Lamar up to 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 really take them far. At what point do they get tired of winning one two one two game one or two games in the playoffs? To so they're like, all right, we need to get somebody in here that can actually take us across the finish line. 
Well, I'm gonna be honest. The Lamar, the fact it's only been Lamar, Lamar's only been in the league for three years. That shows that the experiment, the experiment, is really getting started. Like, because some teams it takes a while for them to develop a really good quarterback. So, this like, is true. this is this it's Lamar does play a factor, but I think one of the biggest factors is John Harbaugh. They they've been trying to pull the needle on him for a minute and he keeps coming mm. back. So yeah. like, it's about like, they really got to figure out that they want to have a different head coach because him and the, he's been starting to slip. Like the Ravens got a lot to figure out, but they literally one of the most stacked teams and they have no excuse to not make it back to the playoffs. Absolutely. But switching gears. Um, we talked about Aaron, Aaron Rodgers and the green Bay Packers. Um, but the biggest thing I think coming out of green Bay is not Aaron Rodgers. Cause we know he's out of there soon, but a Devonte Adams, he literally was like, look, I want to be the highest paid receiver. And he didn't, he didn't take the green Bay's offer to resign. So he'll be a free agent next year. And the Raiders and Derek Carr already like, we finna throw everything at them to get, oh we finna God. throw everything at Devonte Adams. So oh my green goodness. Bay has a, has a lot to figure out. So this is kind of like their last dance. Adams and A-Rod, they're kind of looking at green Bay, like mm, nice knowing you, but I think, I think we are trying to dip. Yeah. I mean, I agree with Adam. Adams is one of the best, like if not top five receiver for sure. So I mean, he definitely deserves yeah. get his get he his. He definitely uh, get deserves his, his money. If DeAndre Hopkins got his money, Devontae Adams should definitely get his money. Um, he's like the highest receiver in Madden, which Madden is just Madden itself. I don't even want to get into Madden them ratings, but yeah, Devontae Adams definitely deserves his money. And he realized Green Bay is kind of in a messed up place right now due to Aaron Rodgers. Um, yeah, and I don't I don't blame Aaron because. The culture has really changed, and he, he's he's in that same boat. He's not trying to go to the playoffs every year and losing the NFC Championship. He wants that bowl. So he got Randall Cobb back. Hopefully that'll help. But yeah, it's really I was happy to see that one back. It's going to come down to their defense. If their mm -hmm. defense can't produce, Aaron Rodgers is going to literally lose another NFC Championship. Yeah, fact. And so like some people got, less people got paid. Yeah, some people got paid switching gears to people getting paid. One of the biggest ones I think that came out of this is definitely Josh Allen signing this six-year deal. Nothing that set in stone, but he is guaranteed $43 million per year on this six-year deal to 2028 with the Buffalo Bills. Deserved. Deserved. I'm a kid. I don't think you can was... get, like, yeah. the assignment can't go better. Like, you, get, you draft this quarterback. Will they get him in, like, what, three? Josh Allen was drafted, I think, third or fourth overall. One of the yeah, other. yeah. They, you draft this kid. Did he sit? Free? Did he sit at all? Beyond Todd at one point. Tyrod. I, no, 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 no. He came the year after Tyrod. Who did, did he sit he for? He, he sat for a little bit though. He didn't start. Did he? Yeah, he sat behind. No, no. I, uh, -uh. I think he's. I think he said a couple games, but I think he played most of his first year. I can't remember. I think he his did first too. year was his first year was kind because his first year about the league was 2018. And, you know, his special stint with Jalen Ramsey calling him trash was very funny. Um, yeah, and, you know, he, be he beat the Jaguars that year, even though sure Jalen did. did pick him off. Even though Jalen did pick him off in the game, but that's neither here nor there. But Josh Allen from playing JUCO and then having to beg a team to pick him up. And I believe Boise State was the team that no, was he, did he play for Boise? I can't remember if he played for Boise or Idaho, something like that. But one of those high mountain teams, and then you know, getting getting the, getting the chance to go play in the NFL after playing JUCO ball for two years, and then getting picked up, and then going to the Buffalo Bills, play for a team Wyoming. that was Wyoming, yes, Wyoming, and then you know, 
you know, playing for going to the Bills, which was a team that was in need of a quarterback um, and was a good team just on the brink of possibly right almost there. And he did his assignment. He's only had one really bad season with the Buffalo Bills, and that was his first year. And even that year, he did unbelievable things. And I think he's very deserving of this. I believe Josh Allen's literally... I believe he's one more good corner away from a Super Bowl. I think that's all they're missing of Buffalo's one more good corner outside of Tredavious White and Fact. Micah Hyde at DB. So I think the Bills, they get one more shutdown corner, Super Bowl. Yeah, the, the yeah. stat to like. Yeah, that that Bills, that Bills team is 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 a, is freaking amazing. Uh I'm a big fan of Josh Allen. Love the way he plays. Great ball thrower. Like I, I can't wait to see what they do next year. Who else got paid? Also, um, this just happened a couple of days ago, but of course, Jamal Adams, highest paid safety, four years, 70 million, 38 mil guaranteed. That's big, 38 million guaranteed. I don't know how I feel about real. this one. Look, I, look, to be for real, the Seahawks defense was historically bad last year. Like, NFL record of yards allowed in the first eight games of a season. That is horrible, but. I'm going to give Jamal Adams. He literally is one of the best pass rushing safeties in the NFL. But I will say this, Jamal, with all due respect, I'm going to need you to stop getting burnt by speedy receivers. Like, that's my thing. Like, he, Jamal's one of the best. I'm not saying he's not. I don't know if he's the best safety in the league. Um, oh, I forgot to mention, Justin Simmons did get paid. He got a four-year, $61 million, um, um con- contract with $35 mil guaranteed. Literally, a lot of people say he's the best safety in the league right now. And... Yes, he got paid. So people definitely been getting paid. And before we switch gears, um, um, also the Atlanta Falcons are the first fully vaccinated team. You know, I'm up here in the ATL. And honestly, I don't blame them because COVID been running rapid up in here. This Delta variant been running rapid here in Atlanta. So I'm not surprised they're the first fully vaccinated team. And you heard about the rule that, you know, teams, if a team can't play because they're not rescheduling any games this year, but, you know, if a team cannot play that respective game due to COVID issues, they would forfeit the game. And there's still players that are, like I said, they won't get vaccinated. So that's going to be an interesting thing that plays a part in the season. So how do you, well, how do you feel about that? Like the NFL's approach to them not rescheduling games because of COVID. And if, if someone gets, you know, catches COVID and team has to delay something and they can't make the game, they forfeit. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about that rule in this season? Say again. Basically, the rule that you know, yeah, the rule that um, if a t- if you know if a team somebody catches on the team ca- or coaching staff catches COVID right before a game, the game they'll basically have to forfeit the game and they'll lose the game, and the other respective team gets the W for the. How do you feel about that? Since the NFL said they're not rescheduling any games this year, because um, they stretched it out to eighteen weeks. Uh, I have a couple ways I think of that. So on the one hand, I'm like, all right, I get that because I'm sure it's a shit show trying to schedule those games and, and COVID. You never know who can get it, when they'll get it. And then it's not fair because last year when they when, when they were moving games, it, it, would, it would just be, it would be based, like, it seemed like it was player-based. So, like, if buttfuck Tommy, who plays O-line for the freaking Buffalo Bills, gets sick, they're like, oh, we're not moving the game. You just have to replace the player. But if Lamar Jackson on the Ravens gets COVID, that they're moving that game. So it was like player base. And I feel like the, the league is just like, look, 
we want you to get vaccinated. We'd rather everybody just get vaccinated and we wouldn't have to have these issues. Now, if you get COVID, you know, different story, you know, we'll, we'll still have to, you know, face it there. But they're like, look, we've given you the options, the tools to make sure this doesn't happen. Uh, be smart and you won't have to worry about that. But and for the cases where just like, you know, shit happens, you know, it's, it's a it's a airborne sickness. I mean, it's not like you can control who can and can't get it. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I don't think it's fair in that sense, but hopefully we're able to get through the season. Hopefully it doesn't happen to my Jaguars, but, you know, it, the rules rules is rules. So, um, yeah, and-, and hopefully by the time next season happens, we won't have this issue anymore. Yeah, because a lot of stadiums are basically saying you either have to be vaccinated or mm-hmm. show a negative COVID test to even get in the stadium, and they're offering vaccination here in Atlanta. Um, here in Atlanta, um, for games, there, you either have it's the same thing. You either have a negative COVID test or show your vaccination card, and if you're not vaccinated, they can offer you free vaccinations right at the front. That's like, awesome. Really, they can. That's like, so sick. Okay, cool. I think I think every every stadium right now is offering that to people and that stable. That's, that's pretty good. sick. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty. I think that's pretty cool. But a lot of players, there's a good amount of NFL players that are still not vaccinated, and I think that's going to play a big fact. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think they have to be tested like three times a week too. Three times a week. Yeah. So like, yeah, this season should be interesting. But let's talk about season. The preseason started, and boy, did it start off with a bang. What what was your biggest takeaway from the first preseason game? Like, well, the first week of the preseason. Goddamn Jaguars still suck. <laughs> like, it, it, it legit was like watching a regular season game last year. It, it literally went the exact same way they did last year. The first drive of the game, the Browns marched all the way up the field, scored. I think they kicked. Uh, Trevor took a sack on his first play. Uh, our court, our O-line is abysmal. Um, but, but do you, like you say, you, it's preseason. You have to consider a lot of the starters weren't playing, you know, there's kinks to work out like this. I'd like, I want to see these mistakes here. We iron them out before week one and then we're better. Fine. Okay, cool. But other than that, yeah. like I saw some big names do some big things, uh, fields all, but is going to win the, the starting job. There's no way he doesn't start. Um, Mac, Mac and cheese was doing okay. Uh, the Browns depth wise look amazing. Um, who else? Jamar Chase did his thing. He got some playing time. I just, I, it was cool to see some big names finally do some things. Just to see football back. Shit, I was ready. I'm ready for football. Yeah. Honestly, everything you said. One thing. Um. One one person that I that stood out to me definitely. I love seeing Maxonville. Well, Mac and Cheese Maxonville. There's a lot. Mac Jones has a lot of nicknames. <laughs> but shout out to Duval. You know he doing his thing up there in New England. Um, it was good to see him play. Um. I don't know if he's going to have the starting job against Cam Newton right now because no. I feel like the the Patriots their their offense still has a lot of work that needs to be done. Yeah, but um, their defense their defense looks amazing. Like um, Matthew Judon body built by Taco Bell. I think it was the best pickup they had in in um free agency. Fact. But definitely, you mentioned my boy Justin Fields. You know the Georgia boy. Everyone in Georgia has been talking about him. People that I go to work with, and they've been talking about Justin Fields. Um. Because you know he's from Georgia, he didn't. He played not too far from here. Um, he did his thing. I I don't know if he's starting week one, but he would definitely be our starter by the end of the season. And Dalton, you know, I what I love to see is how supportive Andy Dalton and Nick Foles are suggesting because they see him. He's going to be our franchise quarterback going forward, and um, they're supporting the kid and they're they're doing their best. And like that's what I like. I think he's in. Like I said, I think he's in the best QB room. 
and out of any of the like young QBs that got drafted, like I think he's in a better QB room definitely than Trevor Lawrence. Um, even though Trevor Lawrence is generational talent, like, but I think Justin's in the best situation right now because he has a Super Bowl MVP and then he has a winning quarterback in Andy Dalton. You know, he's in a good system. But shout out to also I say Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, he was perfect on third down for the Jets, mm. considering it's the Jets. Yeah. That was good to see. Zach Wilson did his thing. Um, Trey and then Trey Lance. Trey fucking Lance, bro. Jimmy G should be very scared. <laughs> Trey Lance marched down the field and threw an 80 yard bomb, like on his second throw as a quarterback in a 49ers uniform. Excuse me, but what? They literally said this kid, all he does is score. And I literally saw that. I was like, is, did he just, what? So Jimmy G should be terrified. Yeah, Jimmy G, he got a lot to think about. This you quarterback, start, these start back in the house now. Yeah, the quarterbacks that got drafted this year, they're, they're going to be bright in the NFL. But switching gears let's get into the national basketball associate the nba y'all boys and let's just start off with of course the greek the greek the greek freak Giannis antetokounmpo man he finally kobe's one of kobe's tweets that he tweeted right before he died finally came into fruition that boy Giannis finally won a chip and it was so beautiful to see Giannis do it um even though a lot of people said it was questionable because the Nets weren't fully healthy, it doesn't matter. Giannis still won the chip. Like give him, like give him the credit where credit is due. He worked his ass off to win this championship, and I would say I did not honestly. I didn't see him winning. Like at first going in, I thought the Suns had him. I thought D Book and CP3. I thought they were going to take it, but the Bucks they rallied back down 2-0. You know, game one they lost. Game one, they lost 118 to 105. High scoring game, they lost 118 to 108. And then, you know, they came back. They came at bussing. Like, they won 120 to 100, 109 to 103. Game four was really the. I think game four was one of the most watched games of the series because that this game was so an amazing close, game. Yeah. I think it ended with between like, what did it end at? Yeah, literally six points. <laughs> like, it was close to the six entire points. game. And, like, it was off of free throws and stuff. And, that game, like, they literally said whoever wins game four is winning the series. And actually, no, I believe it was game five as well. They said whoever wins game five is winning the series. And that was 123 to 119. And I watched the last, like, minutes of those. That mm -hmm. was something crazy. Like That man, game was amazing. That was a good game. And shout out to both respective teams. They balled their ass off. And then, of course, the Bucks bringing it home in game six at home was so good to see. Um, and Devin Booker's reaction to losing... Uh, the, the when the confetti comes down, he just goes damn, damn. Like that just shows that kid. He 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 ready. He he want. He's ready to get back to it. And but let's not I'm forget. I love Giannis dropped the goddamn fifty piece. Oh yeah, he in game six piece. of the finals, bro. Stop it. Extra extra crispy, like extra crispy fifty piece. Like he did not have to do that, but he did. In the words of my out. boy, uh, of my boy, oh, what's his name? Damn it. Uh, why am I fucking up names today? Uh, Frick. Of Kendrick Perkins. Carry the hell on. Come on. That man, that man was a boss. And of course, the Bucks won the championship. And Giannis definitely was the MVP. Like, yeah. But I would say shout out to Drew Holiday, though. Drew Holiday, playing the whole. Oh, yeah. 
Chris Middleton, ice cold. That boy cold. That boy, look at the details. The details. But yes, and that led into, of course, you know, the draft and free agency. Let's let's quickly, I'm going to quickly go over a little bit of the draft. I'm going to just give y'all my big takeaways from the draft. People I loved that got drafted. Of course, we should start off with the number one overall pick, the, the Pistons, getting Kay Cunningham. I still think Detroit is going to have a long way to go before Detroit get anywhere. Because mm-hmm. Kay Cunningham is a really good athlete and he can score the ball. He reminds me a lot of a, a lengthier Westbrook. Um, but I sincerely believe the Pistons have a lot of more work to do. Um, I don't see them even having a winning record this year. Sorry, y'all boys. Any Detroit fans out there, I'm sorry. Just like the Lions, the Pistons got a lot of work to do. Um, you know, of course, the Rockets getting Jalen Green. I think the Rockets will be a good team. You know, John Wall coming back for a second year. Mm-hmm. But my big takeaway from the first round was, um, what's, where is he at? No, 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 no. Oh my God! Wait. Oh yes, the Hawks getting Jalen Johnson. <laughs> Atlanta, look, people sleeping on Atlanta. Like I, well, not, I'm not just saying this because I live in Atlanta now. But I, <laughs> Atlanta, they almost made the finals last year. Let's remember that. And now they just got a good facilitator in Jalen Johnson who can score the ball at will. Like. You know, he's a guard. You know, he's six nine. He can play the small forward and shooting guard. And he's from Duke. He, I think that is a good pickup to put for him to run like you know the second team in the four. And I just think Atlanta they got a good centerpiece that they needed because I think one issue they did have was being able to guard the four and stop. So like and stop you know people like Giannis and Chris Middleton. So they got a guy that can do that. And like I would say that. Jalen Johnson is going to make some noise for the for the Hawks. I almost said the Falcons, and he's going to be a really good player. So definitely, I didn't have too much on the draft. Um, my Bulls did get a hometown favorite. Um, what's his name? Jesus, I got to find his name. Ayo Dasunmun. I can I can never pronounce this kid's name, but he has been killing it in summer league. Like these kids, summer league, bro. People been dropping like many points in the summer league this year. Summer League has been going crazy so far in NBA Summer League. I'm looking like, are these kids playing on really, like, 2K? Like, what is this? Like, someone literally dropped 70 points. Not, no, two, two like, rookies combined for, like, 70 points in a game. I'm just like, excuse me? Like, what? So, yeah, this is, like, these a lot of these young cats from NBA, um, the draft, um, are definitely going to be good. But those were the ones that stuck out to me, mainly Jalen Johnson with the Hawks and Io. Thus, Umu um, going to the Bulls. Um, I think that kid's going to be really good for us because our team is getting even bigger, and we're going to get to that in a little bit. But let's let's you know switch gears. Let's go into NBA free agency. And I'm gonna say this: I did not expect free agency to be this crazy. Like free agency oh, this year for the NBA. It's always insane. NBA is always insane. It's just like it looks crazy, but then it, when shit doesn't pan out, by the time the free agent, the, the trade deadline comes during the season. It, it it's kind of back to normal, but nah, yeah, you're right. This one's pretty crazy. Yeah, and let's just start off. Well, let's mainly start off with the people that got paid, like people that got paid. Let's start off with that boy. I'm gonna go back to the ACL. You know, <laughs> Ice Trey, that boy. Ice Trey, 
as Trey gave um, Trey Young signing that five-year, $207 million contract with the Atlanta Hawks. Pay that man, pay that man. Good to see that kid get paid. He definitely deserved it. Um, he's deserved. been doing it since he since he got in the league. Um, high praises, you know, from Kobe when Kobe was still here about Trey Young. Um, and you know, the the highest man in the NBA right now, Stephen Curry. This man signed a four-year, two hundred and fifteen million dollar extension with the Warriors. You're it's like it's Steph. the greatest shooter. The great, the greatest shooter in the NBA right now, or or maybe of all time, a lot of maybe say, of all time, like, <laughs> might be of all time. Like him and Ray Allen is up there, and then and then also another big one was Luca. Luca signed a five year, two hundred seven million dollar with the Mavs. So like, yeah, Luca and Trey, them boys got paid. But isn't Joel finna finna sign something soon? Aren't they working yes, on Joel on be extension deal? Yes, and um, Kawhi signed a one. Yeah, I think Kawhi's he went back to the well mentioning on um, people getting signed. Kawhi was one of the biggest question marks in free agency this year. You know, he went back to the Clippers, $163 million, I believe, for three years or four years, one or the other. So I don't know how I feel about that. I think the Clippers are going down more than yeah. going up since they traded um my boy Pat Patrick Beverly. I love Patrick Beverly, even though he get killed sometime. I love his defense. But I think the biggest one that came out of free agency this year is definitely Russell Westbrook and Melo to the Lakers. Oh my God. I'm gonna tell you, I don't know. I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you say how you feel, but oh my God, when I tell you, I was like, yes, because I'm big West. Everyone knows I love Westbrook. The big question so like, is, will there be a ball handling uh issue in LA? I mean, I don't Russell Westbrook style of play is he takes the game, he puts it on his shoulders. He didn't have to do that anymore. He's got LeBron. He's got AD. Like, bro, yeah. You you can I, low management will no longer be a problem for you. And I just yeah. will he be able to work it out with these other personalities and stars on this team? I mean, if it I works, bro, it could be amazing. Like, it's a championship team. Nobody's beating them in the West if they if that's the case. Yeah, and I believe it will because I honestly I don't think West because Westbrook did have an issue with KD but that was towards the latter half when Westbrook felt like KD couldn't finish it off and but even though KD is a walking bucket that's neither here nor there but like I would say Westbrook his his stint with Paul George was pretty good um I think Westbrook considering the fact it's LeBron freaking J- LeBron James I don't, LeBron James. I don't think he would. He wouldn't be surprised, like, LeBron, you got this, because LeBron's been to the mountaintop, and LeBron knows what to do. So I would definitely say this is good for Westbrook. And the Lakers, they literally have a good formula, bringing back a team they had back in 2012. And they're also, speaking of the Lakers, they're also looking to possibly go and get Isaiah Thomas. They worked him out. So look, (laughs) they trying to be stacked completely. Even though they say their team is old, their team is stacked with veterans, and it's going to be good to see. Also in free agency, like big threes. I'm just saying big threes are being formed out of the ass in the NBA right now. Cause Kyle Lowry was since the Miami Heat on a good deal. Um I-, I will say this. Um, I love Kyle Lowry. Definitely think he deserved. Definitely deserved his money. But I wonder how this is gonna flush out of Miami. Because my boy JB, Jimmy Butler, I love him to death. But like you said, Jimmy, when Jimmy think he know, because Jimmy like, this is my team. Right. 
this is my team and I want to run it the way I want to run it. And Kyle Lowry is definitely a veteran and Kyle Lowry, he knows how to win. He's won a championship, mm-hmm. even though he won with Kawhi. He, if it wasn't for Kyle Lowry, I don't think the Raptors would have won that championship. Hell no, like, yeah, he, he balled the hell out, yeah. My praises to Kawhi, but definitely Kyle Lowry. He's carried that team for a long time. So it's going to be interesting to see how those two mesh. Um, and then, of course, like, let's probably my favorite because, you know, my Bulls. But my boys, my Bulls got Alex Caruso. <laughs> we got Lonzo Ball and we got DeMar DeRozan. And like already on top of having Zach Levine and Nikola Vucevic. I can't wait to see how our season pans out. People are giving us high praise saying we're a playoff team. Um, even though Laurie Markinen is probably going to be leaving us, um, he already said he's testing our free agency. We, we said we would let him go. Um, I think this, I can't wait to see how this goes to see how this team fleshes out. But a lot of big threes are forming. Um, also, another person that got paid, freaking that man, Marcus Smart with the Celtics on a four year deal. Like, Really good defense. But I will say this. The biggest thing out of all this stuff that's happened that everybody has to think about, the Warriors are back. Like, Klay Thompson will be back with the Warriors. Stephen Curry signed his deal. They still have Draymond. They have their big three that um that took him to 73 and 9. They brought back Iguodala for chump change. So, look. And Steve Kerr is still there. So, yeah, you know, LeBron got this, LeBron got that. You know, the Bulls stacked up, all this and that, but we still got to watch out for them boys, them Warriors. Them Warriors are like... I, they're still the team to beat in my eyes in the NBA. Absolutely, Without, yeah. Absolutely. Just, so, listen, like, all these good news and stuff, but the Warriors are still there. Klay Thompson is back better than ever. Hopefully he doesn't injure himself and... It's going to be a fun season when the season rolls around. That's pretty much all I had to say about the NBA. Any other thoughts you had about the NBA free agency and all that? Not really. I'm excited to see the season start up. Um, it's just way too early to call who's going to be doing what, but I'm, I'm excited to see what the Warriors do. I'm excited to see uh, if Leangelo Ball, who balled out in the summer league, will make a, yes. get a roster spot on the Hornets with his does. brother. That would be so freaking dope to get like those two together and like ball the hell out. Uh, I'm just excited, man. I'm staying definitely excited. Um, let's switch in gears. Quick boxing news. Um, I forgot to put this in the note, but um, I think it's Logan Paul. I, I get the Paul brothers confused, but Logan Paul and um. Yeah, Tyron Woodley, their their boxing match will be coming up soon. It's Jake Paul and uh, Tyron Woodley. Yeah, Jake Paul, Logan Paul. Logan Paul was at WWE, Jesus. <laughs> he ain't coming back. I don't know. I don't think he ever will. I hope he doesn't. But, um, shoot, I, I can't wait to see that. Honestly, they're doing their promotion for that on Instagram. has been kind of cool. Um, you know, it's a money grabber for me. Can't wait to see how it goes, though. Seems like the two really want to beat the hell out of each other, so that should be fun. In the MLB, there's a lot of stuff that's been going on. The playoff seating is looming. Um, things are set up. Um, shout out to my white. Well, these not really my team, but I'll claim them for right now since they're doing good. The White Sox and the Cubs. Well, the Cubs is my main team here in Chicago, but the Cubs and the White Sox both on top doing their thing. Um, the Dodgers um have been slipping a bit. Um, Kid Kev, I wish he was here. You can talk more about this. Um, I would say the biggest team to watch out for in the MLB would probably be um. Ooh, that's actually a tough one because every time, every team's, there's been a lot of pretty good team. But 
I would say probably the Dodgers, the Yankees have slipped off. Um, Prodigy, I don't know what's going on with your Yankees, but they need to get together because I don't like it. But switching gears, we're going to the UFC. Um, I don't know why we got this, but I was happy. But the, it was just ridiculous. I'm, I feel bad for anyone that paid to watch this happen. But Dustin Poirier defeated Conor, Mc, <laughs> defeated Conor McGregor <laughs> via TKO. Doctor Stoppage! Doctor Stoppage! He got a broken tibula. Um, and oh my God, Connor! Like I love Connor McGregor. So here's what can, here's what confuses me about this though. It's the fact that like after it happened, uh, Connor McGregor was like, "Oh yeah, I was fighting on a broken leg. I had like eight stress fractures." And but he threw like an insane number of kicks during the first round. So if you're broke, if you have broken legs and eight stress fractures, why are you doing shin kicks? So many shin kicks during the fight. Maybe that's a go-to for him. I don't know. That's stupid. Like it's I don't not think he though. Finding it. He's a gr- he's a he's a ground and pound for all day. Yeah, I don't I don't understand. Like, like I just I was just was like, oh my god, McGregor. Like, why is this happening? Um, he, I think it's coming to an end for McGregor. Honestly, like I don't see him fighting much more. Um, and I just feel bad for anyone actually paid to watch that. Like. <laughs> Well, that was. I paid to watch the fight, Floyd. Hey, listen, that was actually kind of interesting to a certain extent. Then again, yeah. that was just kind of embarrassing. That was like, damn, because that's but, Floyd Mayweather. I, w- I hope you know. I, I definitely understand his his injury. I hope he uh, he comes back from it and is able to fight Cowboy uh, one more time and and get the dub. But honestly, regarding yeah. get his ass his ass whooped the last few times he's been in the octagon. So I don't know. He, he, oh maybe, god. Maybe maybe he's not. Maybe he's like that Ronda Rousey, bro. Maybe like it's time for somebody else to be at the top of the mountain. Maybe he's on his Ronda Rousey movement. Yeah. And let's switch gears. Speaking of pains for stuff, um, WWE, you know, the fans, we switched gears to WWE. The fans are back in full capacity. The WWE Universe is here. Yeah, man. I, it, it has been so electric to see fans back, uh, especially right on the cusp of, of SummerSlam. Um, a lot of great things. You know, they're still putting out shit for a, a lot of it, but, you know, it... it they're trying to find their footing somewhere. Hopefully they find it. Uh, there was some releases here. Uh, I, th- I think we've talked about Bray Wyatt being released uh, on the mic. Uh, yeah, Bray Wyatt, no, uh, The Fiend, he was released. I, it got to be money. Because, like, the, legit, they were they were gearing up to bring him back. And then they just released him. Yeah, I was surprised to see that. I was like, was there contract issues? Like, was it something with him and management not liking each other? What was it? And yeah, it was a lot. And I would say um, the WWE releases have been kind of shocking, but... Yeah, they also released uh, Ric Flair. Yeah, Ric Flair, the Jip. Well, honestly, I, um, I get it, though, because like, you at some point, you have to let Charlotte become be herself. The, be herself bro like she still like there's so many storylines where her dad is in the ring with her and like you know granted your dad is one of the greatest of all time but like bro you've got to like become your own superstar like it, it just has to happen like they're already trying to mimic his title record with her and her her, her title reigns which is why i'm like full i'm like 100 percent sure she's gonna win the title uh at SummerSlam against nikki a ash and rhea ripley even though I want Rhea Ripley to win, but uh, I hope she doesn't. But it might happen. Um, Honestly, just, SummerSlam's going to be interesting. But it will be. I mean, 
am I still incredibly upset that Oldberg is back in the ring again against Bobby Lashley? Which, unless he does a jackknife, uh, a jackhammer on Bobby Lashley and breaks his neck or kills him, I don't see a conceivable world where Oldberg can beat Bobby Lashley at this point. Bobby Lashley is on such a tear right now that, like, bro, like, he's literally got the same winability that Roman Reigns does over at SmackDown. Like, you can't beat him. Nobody's beating him. Nobody's touching him. Yes, and I would say also to that, like, Bobby Lashley's reign, like I said, he definitely deserves it. Like, he definitely deserves this stint to go off and do what he and do what he's doing. Absolutely. But I would say, I would say, um, and then, of course, you know, I think the biggest thing that came out of fans, you know, coming back was definitely the return of, you know, John Cena. Bam, bam, bam. John and, you know, this thing, Cena. This thing with Roman Reigns, um, can't wait to see how it goes. Um, I love I, how Cena, I love what Cena's been doing on the mic. I love yeah. the promos he's been cutting with Roman, too. Yeah, these Roman's promos been kind of tough. Yeah, these promos been tough on both sides. Yeah, Roman's gotten better at promos, honestly. I heard that he hasn't had any scripted promos since nope. he got the Tribal Chiefs, so that's pretty good to see. Definitely, he he ain't winning against Cena. I don't. He's never going to throw Cena at a promo. I'm sorry. Cena in promos is like... Yeah, nah, yeah. Cena's got that untouchable. Like, yeah, so like, I can't wait to see how that goes. But, uh, what what? There was another match I wanted to mention. Uh, Edge and Rollins. I've been talking about. I want to see that match for a long time. We're getting that. Can't wait. Yeah. Uh, can't Bianca wait. and Sasha WrestleMania rematch. Yeah, that's gonna be a good yeah. one. I'm ex- I'm I'm ready. Uh, SummerSlam uh, as recording this is Sunday. I cannot wait to check it out. Uh, we also got a little yeah. something special for y'all coming out. Uh, so keep keep your eyes peeled for that one. But um, yeah, man, I, I'm just ready for WWE. Last thing before we move on, CM Punk. Where's your landing? What you think? What are your thoughts? Look, man, so CM Punk, there's been swirls going around about CM Punk possibly hitting up AEW um, or returning to the WWE. And I personally, I would see him going to AEW only due to the fact that I don't think Punk likes the system that WWE is running right now. He's already made mention of... Yeah. Like, CM Punk, what I love about CM Punk, he's so unapologetically honest when in interviews, like if they ask him, how do you feel about these storylines in WWE? He's like, I think they're shit. Like, he's like, that person deserves this or that person's doing well, but this and that. And I don't think he personally is liking the direction they're going. Um, and I personally think he'd rather ride with AEW because AEW has a lot of younger talent. Um, AEW has a lot, a lot of stories to go after. They're hot and new. They're trying to compete with WWE, even though that's too hard to do because WWE is such a staple. Like, they've been doing it, like you said, almost nearly, almost 100-something years. So, like, this is, like, I'd love to see if Punk went to AEW and, you know, dapped it out with John Moxley with, um, oh, my God, what is that boy's name? Kenny Omega? Yes. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. I'd love to see him do it with that because there's some WWE superstars that I don't want, like, honestly, the only person I want to see Punk fighting right now is possibly him matching up with Rollins. Um... That's pretty much it. Nobody else I'd really want to see him going at it with um, in WWE, but AEW boys, I would love to see him duking it out there. No, absolutely. Um, I I think I I I just want to see him do well and go somewhere. More so, I want to see AJ come back somewhere. I need AJ. I need AJ wrestling again. Oh, oh yeah. You know how much I love AJ. But uh, next up, man, on the on the list. Oh, also. Congratulations to Christian, uh, Christian Cage, uh, a.k.a. Christian, a.k.a. Captain Charisma, on winning the Captain Impact Christ. Championship. That was amazing. 
uh, defeating that Kenny Omega. Gas. That was gas. As, as Sensei that was, was saying, that was gas. That was gas. That shit was gas. Yeah, shout out to my dog Sensei. But switching gears, before we wrap it up, let's get into... We had to wait a whole year and a freaking pandemic for this to finally whoa, whoa, come whoa, whoa, to fruition. Before, before we go into this, uh, real quick, end of an era, Lionel Messi leaves Barcelona. Uh, he signed Ooh, with yeah. St. Germain, a two-year principal deal. Uh, not We're not big soccer fans. I know I'm not, but it just was like, I've always... I love Messi, though. Lionel Messi, Barcelona, and then for that for that to come to come to an end was, was kind of crazy, but um, moving on to what you were saying. Yes. Prodigy still... Me and Prodigy still having this argument of who's better, Messi or Ronaldo. It's still Messi, bro. I don't care what anyone oh. says. Messi. I don't know. Ronaldo to make, to is, make, it a, to make a choice. Ronaldo is that goat, though. Ronaldo is goat, though. Um, he's my second favorite. So moving on into the Olympics, Team USA won gold in both the women's volleyball and women's beach volleyball. Dominant performances all around. Uh, next, we kind of mentioned this uh, already. Simone Biles was drew from the women's gymnastics final and the all-around competition due to uh, medical issues, which we found out was uh, kind of her issues dealing with her mental health at the time. Um, oh, when I first heard the story, right? So I remember posing this question on my Instagram story. I was like, look, I'm going to be honest. I'm having kind of like issues with it. Like I'm not fully set in like, oh, like I support I just kind of felt like, well, damn, like, why didn't you figure this out before you went out, went out there? Or, you know, why um, it just feels like a, a, a letting out for the team. You know, like, you know, a lot of people, you know, have played through injuries and played through stuff like that. I mean, we, we praise Jordan for the flu game. We praise uh, literally Tom Brady just played on a, on a torn MCL last season and won the Super Bowl. And, you know, they played through all that stuff. And I'm sure it took a mental toll on them as well. But, you know, I got to the point where I was like, you know, hey, look, hey, Simone Biles is the GOAT. Like, she has nothing to prove to me, Cyrus Tooks in Tallahassee. Uh, and she's also good at what she does. And she backs it up every time she hits the floor. Um, but, you know, just the outpour of support for her was really cool. And, you know, you just got to do right. Do, it, it, the, one of the main rules just in general is just do, do, what's, what, do what's best for you. And if you felt that was best for you, Cause you know she talked about twisties and stuff like that, and how you know you literally are up there spinning like that. You don't know what's up, you don't know what's down. It's incredibly dangerous to do that stuff if you're not like physically or mentally ready to do it. Cause you could die, you could fall wrong and break your neck and never walk again. So mm -hmm. you know I, I got around to it. But what were your thoughts on it? Um, my thoughts as soon as when she said it, I was in full support of her because I'm mm -hmm. um like. Mental health has been a big thing. Um, ever since I moved to Atlanta, mental health has been a big thing talked about throughout the entire um city. Well, I moved around. I moved to Atlanta right around the time of like not too long before she made that announcement. So um, but when I moved to Atlanta, mental health was a big thing. Um, because I talked to a lot of people that you know, a lot of people that are you know trying to pursue the same type of careers I am and all that. And that takes a lot of your mental health. And they were like, "Yo, like, bro, I get what you're trying to do, but they're like, "Yo, bro, make sure you good like mentally, bro, like." Don't be going out trying to do shit that's not you, that's going to fuck with your mental health. Like, is shit getting too complicated? Like, bro, like, make sure you good mentally. Like, like mental health was a big thing, like, when I first moved to Atlanta that was talked about, like, from people I worked with, from, like, people, like, I've heard over the news and stuff. So, like, mental health, people have been really cracking down on mental health. So, I was in full support of her with that. And um, because 
to to play to just do the Olympics in general. And um, I would say like you mentally, you have to be fit like mentally strong to do this because this is the Olympics. Like it's like doing stuff for your country, basically type shit. So like it's kind of it's kind of a serious thing. So I was in full support of her. I was bummed because she's the goat. Like lit, like you said, like that'd be like me, like like LeBron. Like I'm a big Lakers fan, and LeBron like yeah, I'm not playing this shit. I'm gonna be like. <laughs> Like, you know, that would, that would hit me to a core if I was a big Lakers fan, you know? So, like, that hit me a core because she's the GOAT. Like, she literally nonstop. She's dominant. So, right. like, I was in full support of her because I know mental health is seriously important, and I've been taking that serious um, for a minute now. So, I was in full support of her. Yeah, and it, it I, I was all behind it. Like, I was happy that she took a stand, but I was still bummed because I was like, damn. That's I, absolutely. Anybody also, else would have been like, hey. You also think about, you know, what kind of the same vein of like Naomi Osaka and what she did and how she took a stand about her mental health. And she's been talking about that as of, as of late um, and just like mm-hmm. how, how tough it is and how she had to to, to dissect that in, in her own mind, which was crazy. Um, and she yeah. also uh, won bronze uh, at the Tokyo Olympics, which was cool. And she was the person that uh, lit the torch. So at the opening yeah, ceremony, which, cool. which is the only thing I watched. Uh, I watched a couple of the swimming races. I like swimming uh, in the Olympics, but... Uh, the opening ceremony was really cool. See all the countries and all that stuff. That was fun. But moving on, uh, despite Simone Biles uh, withdrawing, uh, we still had some some gymnastics uh, medals. Uh, Suni Lee won the gold in the all-around tournament. Michaela Skinner won silver in the women's vault. Jade Carey won gold in the women's floor. And Simone Biles did complete in the women's balance beam where she won bronze. So despite you know all the stories and all the headlines, uh, we, the gymnastics team for the USA still went out there and dominated as they, as they always do. Next up in, in true regular fashion, the women's, uh, soccer team took home gold, Megan they freaking like Rapino dog. I just, Bruh, the, I don't, I can't love someone like, more, bro. I love her so much. She's so good at what she does and she's just a dope ass person. I'm perfect. I love watching her interviews. Like the women's soccer team, like if someone was like, if you needed anyone to win game to say your life, what you take? I, I'll take the U.S. women's soccer team for five thousand. They are like that. They, they just they're cold. Like, oh my gosh! Like, like when I saw when I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw it, I was like, oh yeah. Next motion because we like you just you expect that like it's expect like for them to do that like and they're just oh, man. Man, I love the women's soccer team, honestly. Yeah, fact. Was- and I'm looking it up right now. Um, sorry, y'all. Give me one second. And boom. Huh. I always thought she had more. This was Megan Rapinoe's first gold medal. I always thought she had more. That's insane. Oh, okay. That's what it is. She has two golds, one silver. Got it. Cool. Yeah. We're rocking. I was like, I know she has more than that. Google is fucking fucking me up. But congratulations to the women's <laughs> soccer team. Uh, I, I expect nothing less. They do this every time they go. Like, so, bet. Um, going into swimming, Caleb Dressel won five gold medals and set gold, set new world records. This dude, amazing, man. Uh, Sensational. This way, is this the one? Is he the one from Duval? Caleb Dressel? Um... Yeah, he's from he Green Cove Springs. Yeah, he's from Green Cove Springs. Oh, so, well, yeah. That's it. Yeah, so okay, look, that counts. Yeah, that, 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 that does count. Yeah, he, he's from Florida. He, 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 to, 
He from Florida. Yeah, it counts shit. Yeah, but speaking well. of also in swimming, Katie Ledecky, six-time individual gold medalist just in this Olympics alone. She won six individual medals, uh, most for any woman. She won uh, gold in the women's 1500 and the 1800 and two more uh, silver in, uh, in the... I can't say what it was, but she won two more silver. So two gold and two silver, man. So proud of her. Cont- continue to be great. Uh, USA also took home silver in the women's four by 200. Uh, women's basketball, we took home gold, as we always do. Uh, this is Diana Taurasi. She hit 400 Olympic points, second most behind Lisa Leslie with 488. Go to- uh, bro, go. Deon- Diana Taurasi is just d- good at basketball. Uh, this is Sue Bird and Diana Taurasi's fifth gold medal. And Diana Taurasi is already like, see you in 2024. Now, I mean, like- I, 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 she'll be 43. And like, of course... 43 is not a ripe age. I mean, we just watched a 43-year-old win the Super Bowl. But, hey, man. Hey, man, if you can do it, bro, let's get it done. And men's basketball, despite all the losses, the the the, the gut-wrenching defeats, we won the goal. The loss of players. The, the loss, loss of players. players. They, only, they had six players at one point. One gold, man. They defeated France and won the gold. Wow. I mean, they ain't no dream team, but shit. Hardware. That you was, got it. <laughs> that They did what they had to do. Shout out to KD and them boys. Fact. Um, going in the track and field, my brother's sport, Jamaica dominated in the 100 meters. They got the gold, the silver, chocolate, and the bronze. The bronze. Like these, they showed out. Like, what do you do? Like... <laughs> Like, it wasn't even close, right? It just was like, yeah, so we're here to, like, win and just get a pew, 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 over. Like, when I saw all that beautiful chocolate on the screen, I said, yo, baby. This is what we do, Black women, women, this is just what they do, bro. That's Um, what they do. Gabby Thomas won silver in the 200 meter, and Sydney McLaughlin wins gold in the hurdles. My girl, I love Sydney McLaughlin. Amazing. She set a new uh, world record in placing and in, in the Olympics. Amazing. Um, Allison Felix won bronze to become the most decorated uh, American Olympian and won gold medal in the 4x400. Uh, Sensational. Amazing. Raven Saunders, in, in the field version of track, won silver in the shot put. Ryan Krauser won gold in the men's shot put. Just just, just jewelried out in Team USA. Um, oh, Tamara Mensa Stock won gold in wrestling, uh, the first black woman ever to do so. And hold on, let me pull up this picture. Sorry, guys, give me one second. Uh, I'm talking, I just wanted to mention the skateboard because I thought it was really cool to mention. Uh, do, 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 do. Also, the names of those of the Jamaican women that won the 100 meter Elaine Thompson Hera, uh, who set the Olympic record, Shelly Ann Frazier Price, and Sharika Jackson. Um, and then so 12-year-old Kakona Hiraki and 13-year-old Sky Brown take silver and bronze in the women's park final. Uh amazing, great freaking job. Uh this was the first time skateboarding was a part of the Olympics, so this is really cool. Um see something else. Hold on, let me see. Oh, shout out. I forgot to mention this, but shout out to Robert Quinn's sister, Robert Quinn, outside linebacker for the Chicago Bears. His sister, uh oh, nice. geez, what is her name? I forget. 
Um, his sister Jasmine Camacho Quinn actually won a gold medal in the hundred meter hurdles in Look Tokyo. So that was pretty cool. I've, Congrats! They did a they did a tribute to her on Bears um on the Bears Instagram. I thought that was pretty cool. I'm looking like good. Now nah, I'm gonna need your brother to quit playing and help us win some yeah. gold here. Why? Heck yeah, some silver. What you mean? But uh, U- Team USA yeah. took home 39 gold medals this year. Uh, amazing. Can't wait for the next Olympics that are going to be here in Petty. And uh, that's going to be lit. But Slick Rob, this is your show, man. Go ahead and get us out of here. Man. man. <laughs> get yes. here. Praise. Y'all praise boy. the Lord. Preach. Shout. Go home. <laughs> Boy, when I tell you, man, this has been it has, man. This was actually a good. This is a good sports XD um cafeteria talk XD episode. But y'all boys, you know, you already know where you can find us. Ooh, first things first. Before I get you out of here, make sure, make sure. Um, I'm surprised about Quattro mentioned this, but make sure y'all do check out um brackets and B rolls. Um, this if y'all haven't checked out the first season with the mob type and gangster feels, I'm actually getting into that. See, I have to see like I didn't want to listen to the whole thing until I've watched all the movies. So I've been following I've been keeping up. I've been trying to finish all the movies before I get into I think I watched listen to one I don't watch I listen to the episodes. I think I listened to one episode. But y'all definitely tap in and go check out their first season. Um oh, Y'all got the second season coming around. We do have the second season. It is set. We have decided on what films. We will be announcing that soon. But the genre for season two of Brackets and B-Rolls is psychological thrillers, my man. Uh, Just just to to kind of give you some ideas, just think Get Out, The Shining, uh, a couple other great films that are going to be in there. So you do not want to miss it. We'll be putting out uh, the, the films and where to find them and all that stuff very soon. Oh, dope. I can't wait for that. Can't wait to listen into that. But yes, y'all can follow them on Insta at brackets underscore B-Rolls and Twitter brackets underscore B-Rolls. And of course, y'all know where y'all can find... Oh, remember to also follow us, Cafeteria Talk Official on Instagram and Twitter, Cafeteria Talk. And you can find me, yeah boy, Slick, without the C underscore Rob 2 bs underscore on Instagram and Robert ew 116 on Twitter. And where can they find you, my guy, Quattro? Catch me on Instagram at Quattro IV with the period between the C and the U. You can catch me on Twitter at Cafeteria Talk. Jesus, wow. You catch me on Twitter at Quattro IV underscore. Thank you, guys. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all, boys. Stay lit and stay humble. It's the fall, baby. Cafeteria Talk. Cafeteria Talk.